morning with Jen and Omar. Welcome to Morning Coffee. My name is Chris Calagero. This is my podcast where I talk about morning grief, loss, and death and how we deal with it in our everyday lives. And today on a very special crossover edition of the show, I have two of my best friends on the show, um, Omar and Jen Capra. Hi. 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 How are you? Pretty good. Good. How are you doing? Uh, good. Uh, you guys are uh, from the Defattening podcast. We sure are. Yes, we and are. And from my life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from your life. You yes. may know us from such lives as your own. <laughs> your <laughs> right. Own. Yeah. Um, so uh, I believe this is this is coming out, and then I'm going to be on your podcast. Hell yeah. Yes. And we're we're doing the damn thing, as yeah. the Bachelorette says. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've, I've I've seen that. On the internet, I have no idea because I don't watch the show. Oh, it's just like sh- she's this like basic Minnesota girl, and like mm. let's do the damn thing is like her catchphrase. Hell yeah, uh, cool. <laughs> it's really weird. It just like it was like they made it happen. Like you know how fetch didn't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this happened. They made it happen because it's now like on <laughs> the poster. <laughs> like if you go on demand, it says let's do the damn thing. Really? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yikes. They just glommed onto that catchphrase right, real quick. Right, right. <laughs> it's that's, just that's Disney, man. Very network executive. Very yeah. network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, bottle but, that. Right, bottle <laughs> it, sell it, resell it, <laughs> water it down. Make it in China. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so thanks for coming on. I yeah. had the idea for having you guys on the show, listening to listening to one of your episodes, um, and you guys were talking about um, the idea of loss of... It might be overdramatic to say part of yourself. You know what? I don't feel like it is. Like, no. it sounds hyperbolic, but it's like, so yeah. just like some background for people. Who yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. Is that um, almost a year ago, yeah. uh, Omar and I both had weight loss surgery. We were we hella had, fat. We, we were fat as hell. Fat as hell. Um, and we were fine with being fat as hell. Yes. So right. Like that was the of, problem. That was the problem. Is like, we, we were comfortable. We were happy. We were living our best lives. When you say that you, you, you're fine, like, you just. You guys were comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And like I and and I got to a point in my life. This is like the irony of like why life is hilarious and terrible. Like I had finally reached actual acceptance mm-hmm. of just owning like, yeah, I'm a fat feminist and I'm queer and I'm awesome. And right. I'm fucking whatever. And that was when like my knees gave out and my health was like not great. And I was like, uh oh, I right. have to intervene because I have this hereditary condition that is going to be there no matter what size I am. And my weight was just speeding it up. And the head- I, I their hereditary like, oh, condition shit. being... Um, it's osteoarthritis in both okay. knees. And so I had gone through like a bunch of injections and MRIs. Right, and I remember. Blah, blah, blah. It's just razor blades in there. I remember this. You had trouble, like, the idea of hanging out for you was a big proposal every time. Uh-huh. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. You experienced firsthand, like... Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we want to hang out, but like, where are we going? Right. Are there stairs? Right, I was just gonna right. say, yeah. and we had to like scout out to see if there were available seating. Yeah, but do like, we, we can fit? hang out at a bar, Location but there's got to be yeah, yeah. there's got to be seats. Like, do we fit? Right, and it was so a whole lot. It was a big thing. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like, I am this perfectly happy, like, love my fat body, totally okay with being fat not a fat fattest, not self-loathing, totally being okay with it. Which is and what people assume. Because people assume yeah. like, oh, you must hate yourself. Cool. Yeah. Like you must not want to Is that what a fat fattest is? Yeah, what? fat fat. That's why I always call yeah. my fat daddy. Yeah. He is a fat fattest. He's a fat, he's a fat, per- <laughs> is a fat person who looks down on other fat people. Yeah, and assumes, oh, oh. And assumes that that's like the correct mentality right. is if you are fat you must not want to be fat you must hate yourself oh, okay Instead right of just being like, right i am actually 
fly. I'm dope. Like, I, right. I look good. Yeah. I'm, I feel sexy. I feel beautiful. I'm happy. But that's classic like projection yeah. yes. of yeah. somebody who does yeah. have some self-loathing, which yes. sucks and has to be dealt with and is not uncommon right. in every body size. Right. Um, and we still meet people in like the online support groups that have that mentality, even though they've gone through this process, which is like even weirder. They they've gone they've they lost weight, and then they look back at people who are are fat and are like and like themselves. appalled. Oh, really? They're and like themselves. appalled still. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a, there was a lady themselves. the other day we saw yeah. that she's very attractive lady, and her husband looked like would you say the Russian version of the situation? <laughs> he was gross. He was and nasty. She, she was like pretty as all hell and she lost 40 pounds with the surgery and she's like this is before and after 40 pounds she's like what did he see in me i was just i was like like what What? that you you were like he's a troll first of all model level gorgeous yeah we're not even talking like normal person attractive like she's stunning yeah Yeah. and her her sense of self is so warped that's based around weight that feels like that feels probably like abuse though yeah. yeah, like I'm sure that yes. he had aggressive or passive aggressive things to say. He's got to be part of the problem. In that right. Situation. There was a there was a, a, a tweet that kind of took off of a girl who said that her her boyfriend like fat shamed her mm-hmm. and and then she like dumped him and she like was just look, look like a normal and she like yeah. s- put out pictures and like text then accompanied by text of her boyfriend being like yeah you just got, like you're gaining like some weight Ooh. and shit you're and like about to lose. Yeah, and then she just like pounds worth of you. right, and she dumped him, and everybody was just like, it was just one of those positive things where everybody was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's the one in the group we're, we're in. Um, it's like a secret group, but it's like everyone in that group is queer or queer ally. Uh-huh. And if you start shit with someone else on some homophobic, it's about to go down. middle of the country bullshit. They will kick you. They will shame you, and then kick you the fuck. Oh out of the yeah, like, it's fantastic. It's glorious. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you, you didn't feel that way. You, no, you were, no. you were like, happy. you were happy and <laughs> accepting and yeah. like self-loving. Yeah. Um, and like in love with another yeah. person who's not thin. Right. And then that we also then realized that in our cocoon of love. We, oof. did you we have that too? Omar, did what? you have, you were like cool with her. You were like, you loved yeah. yourself and you were. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. 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 Like you I would was have fine. Your, your off days, yeah. especially because you're an actor, and so it's right. more like outward right. appearance is is like That's my whole life. always right. on the menu. Yeah, my whole life is people look at me and judge me for a living. Yeah, yeah. as an actor <laughs> and like storyteller, comic, whatever. Like people look at me and they're like, eh, I like right. you, I don't like you, whatever. Um, so that was my whole life. Well, so I it's w- also the easiest. It's the easiest insult that people can yep. grab. Yeah. Low hanging fruit. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it's still socially acceptable to make yeah. fun of fat people, which we talked about on our podcast um like an episode many ago, times, yeah. but most recently a couple ago where mm-hmm. we were disappointed with like Michelle Wolf, who we love. Yeah. You know, but she went for that low hanging like fruit. Like episode one. In her first episode of her show talking about Mario Batali, and it's like this guy is such a piece of shit, you have so much material. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Why, why why do we have to talk about the fact that he's fat? Right. It has nothing to do with anything. And right. We, and then we were like you know, if like, if you're paying all these writers a fuck ton of money and all they can come up with is he's fat, you need to fire them. And then I realized I know like three of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I th- I don't know. I think though. I think I think this is like, I agree with you guys. And I, but I also I think they're they're weirdly oh, it opens a door to 
make fun of every aspect of somebody when they're a big piece of shit. Sure. I think like that's probably what like happened. Yeah. Not to defend yeah. it because like yeah. you can be smarter and better. Sure. But yeah. I think like you look at like Mero Batali and you're like. I don't got to hold my tongue right. because he's like a bad person, well, but not realizing that people are watching and being like, ah, come on. Yeah. yeah. And my criticism was like, at one point they, they made a joke where they, they uh, um, compare him to a potato, sure, which sure. I feel is an apt descriptor and hilarious. Right. Like that's fine. Like right. I like pick a potato. Like I used to be right. a Yukon gold and now I'm more of a fingerling. <laughs> right. 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 I'm cool with that. Right. There's a way to like, to know? like mention his size without resorting to like a playground fashion. Like, right. Yeah, you could talk about the fact that he's like weird, odd and lumpy without being like, ha ha fat kid. And, like, yeah. I mean, right. he does look like he's perpetually holding his breath. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> like there's so much to work that with was, there. Yeah. That was great. That's funnier. Why aren't that you writing for that show? Get on it. Get on it. But you must not be trying. So right? what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, so then I feel like because I know a little bit like you're emotionally happy, but physically there's something that kickstarts it. Yeah. And sort of same for Omar as well. Yeah. Right. You guys have some physical things that that kind of open the door for this. Yeah. I mean, I had to sleep with a machine on. Right. Sleep apnea machine and Your trunk. my trunk, and like my blood was literally boiling because my blood pressure was through the roof. Right. Yeah, um. And but that was like it. Everyone assumes when they saw me, they were like, I mean, the blood pressure and sleep apnea is real bad. But everyone assumes like I have those two plus diabetes, <laughs> plus like right. everything under the sun. You did have some back issues though. Correct. Kinda, but that's that com- was only that when you were like kind of like doing stuff. I feel like that comes from. The growing pains. Right. I'm six foot eight. I was going to say, so it's like, also because you're a giant. It just, <laughs> it just never went away. Right. Because it happened so fast. But also, yes, this, this I had a big, like, I carried a lot of my weight in my stomach. Yeah. So it would just make me slouch. And, like, today, even, pe- like, my Manny Petty lady was like, are you getting taller? I was like, I think I'm just slouching less. You're standing up straight. Yeah, yeah. I'm standing right. up straight. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. As I adjust my back. <laughs> you're like, right? And Jen, your knees were just. Yeah, my knees were shot. Um, And because I, so. When, when I was smaller, like I like I've talked about before on our podcast, is like our situations are also different. Where I wasn't always heavy; I was always the fat friend, but mm-hmm. in air quotes. Yeah. Only because I had an hourglass shape since I was like ten. Yeah. So right, and yeah, the the fat know, friend in a group is always just such a weird. Yeah. It's all contextual, really. Yeah, because it's like yeah, compared to my friends who like didn't hit puberty until they were like sixteen. Yeah. And were look like you know twelve year old boys. Right. Of right. Course. Right. Yeah. Like I was a I fat had a woman's friend. Body. I was a fat <laughs> friend in my friends group, but that group consisted of me. Right. No. <laughs> I mean, I, I was just me. I was always the biggest kid in my group of friends. Right. And it's just. And then I came along and you were like, thank God, <laughs> I am not that anymore. Right. But like, it's, it's a weird, it's weird because it is a position to hold. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But like, you have to, it depends on if you hold it with honor or if you like, or just like sad and mopey about it. Like, I liked it. I liked yeah. it because then my friends would literally all get behind me if there was problems. Oh, right. yeah. There was trouble. I mean, it's like, also like, you being a giant. Yeah, you're also a yeah. giant man. I, I liked it. It was Height wise. I hated it. Really, I like I so like I also have like I recently have lost uh, forty three pounds. Did the damn thing. You in Wonderland? Thank now. you. Um, well, not after that pizza debacle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, but I hated it. I I've always hated it, and like I never hated. I never went to the degree of like hating like people who are fat. You know what I mean? But like I for me, I like I had such anxiety about it, and 
and mega anxiety about anybody calling it out on like it would like spiral me like i hated it um so like i knew that i personally was just like always very hyper aware of that like existing and like the potential for somebody to like make fun of me for it like would, would like would like keep me on edge and it would like give me anxiety playing sports and i love i love playing sports but like Same. i love basketball it's like it was like my first love of sport and like i hate like i hate i don't want to wear a tank top like i hated it i just would like yeah i would would make me crazy thinking yeah. about it no i know i i, I gone to like the beach with you and yeah. like pools with you and it like and it's a personal preference that could be that you just don't like wearing shirts night not like oh yeah shirts. yeah I don't know if it's because of body issues or whatever. Yeah, but like, it's like all it's all body. Like, it makes me mad for you that you can't just take the shirt off, and I want to go rip it off. <laughs> yeah, it's like just and be, be like, just fucking get this. Yeah, shit no, off. I, it makes me like you're fucking amazing. It makes take me take this goddamn shirt. It makes off. me itch. I know thinking about it. Aww. No, it's you like gotta you gotta floss it. <laughs> you gotta floss it. Yeah. Uh, I was I was at my fattest. We would go to the beach and then. Because I was the same way. And then one day I stopped caring. Yeah. And then I went to the beach and just fucking took it off. Because I interventioned you. Yeah, she was like, what are you doing? And I was just like, yeah, you're right. What are you doing? Took it off. I remember we were in Jersey, the boardwalk. And I'm walking down the boardwalk just with my trunks on. (laughs) And there's other fat people looking at me like, we can do that? (laughs) What are you you doing? And I was just like fucking strutting like, what up? And I'm wearing a belly out. Yeah. Fat as hell. (laughs) We got propositioned on the beach for a three-way by some random black big lady walking by. Nice. And was like, I want to get in the middle of that sandwich. (laughs) Madam. All right. (laughs) You have a good day too. That Uh, shit made my fucking day. (laughs) But you were always pretty good about like not not giving a shit. Like, yeah, sometimes. Like doing stuff, like being out and like like lifting your shirt up and like being a yeah, maniac. If, see, the thing is, is there was no problem if it was funny. Right. There right. was a little bit of an issue if it was like the beach and it's not funny. Right. It's also when you have control. Yes. Like if I am revealing myself and I'm doing it for either for a laugh or for my yeah. friends or whatever, I control that room. And I'm doing it. It's, you know, I'm the boss of this. No one is making fun of me. No one is pointing me out. I'm pointing me out. Right, right, Like, the first time we went to New Orleans, it was like, I wouldn't think twice about flashing someone for some beads. Yeah. But it was like, if it was on in a pool or something, I'm like, tank tank, tank, tank top staying on. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. I mean, you can see through the tank top. It's sort of the the same. I mean, it's sort of like weirdly the same idea as like, like a, a person, a girl wears a bikini and then, like in a bra and panties, is like get away from get me, away. Right, right? Right, So it's like this right. weird, it's this weird thing that happens. Yeah. Um, well, they wear that wrap when they're not in the water. Yeah, I'm just like, I think that's just fashion, baby. That that's, is, that's, yeah, you're right. That is just fashion. Cute as hell. Fair. Yeah, yeah you I know need about, one of those. You know about that. You should wear those wraps. Wear <laughs> wraps. We're getting you a sarong. In life, um, stat. So you guys have the surgery. Yeah. And what was the decision like? Yeah. Uh, it was. It was. Is this too? Yeah, it's too close to your mouth. Okay, sorry. I didn't want to. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. So I think for, for us, we, we got to a point where I was having trouble walking um, to the point that it was like interfering with me being able to live my life and be happy. So because of that pain and, you know, the doctors being like, look, you inherited this, you yeah. know, like my Nana had the same problem and she weighed a hundred pounds soaking wet. Mm. But me being the weight I was, was speeding up the clock. So it was like, look, I... I always was a certain level of active yeah. just to maintain my 
comfortable level of fatness, you know? So to have that taken away, we're like, no, you can't go to yoga anymore. No, you can't go to the gym oh, anymore. Oh, right, no, you can't right. can't walk the dog anymore. Like, I couldn't even go on long walks with Rosie because I couldn't walk. Like, I couldn't take the subway to work because I was afraid my knees were going to go out on the platform and I couldn't get out. So right. when you have that, when, when it takes that level of maintenance just that to scary? stay fat, yeah. oh, it was terrifying. Yeah. And to, to be the fat that I was happy at, and when that activity gets taken away, the number just goes up. And it was going to keep going up. So right, because you have no countermeasures. Like, there was no countermeasure. Yeah. Like I, I've always been a healthy eater, you know, and it was to the point where that didn't even matter. Like, it doesn't matter if you're eating healthy or not. Because it's, it's all just addition. It's all just sitting there. You're right. just sitting. Mm-hmm. And you can't get rid of it. You're not working it off at all. It's all input, no output. Right, so right. So I needed an intervention measure. I needed medical intervention so that I could be active again. Right, right. So for me, that was my thing. Yeah. And then for you. For me, it was like we went to the first appointment. I wasn't even 100% sold. I was just like, yeah, let's see this, whatever. Let's see how this goes. Like you weren't sold. Like, did you think that. Did, was there ever a thought in your brain that, oh, Jen will get it and I'll figure my shit out? No, no, no. I was like, we'll do it together. Uh-huh. But I was just like, in my head, it was like, I need it, but I don't really need it. Right. You still yeah. had to be sold on I it. I still had to be sold on it. And well, I, cause up to I, the last minute, I was like, I could pull the plug at any She was second. nervous the entire time. Because it's really scary. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to of that. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, because th- that, th- that's like the straight up death part of this yeah. show. It's just like, we, we could die. We're right, scared. Right, right. But like, my thing was like... Um, I w- like I went to the appointment and I was just like, we'll see what this is about. Uh, but and I was like, I'm like I, I know I'm heavy, but I'm like 425. I'm not like crazy. Like I'm crazy heavy, but yeah, in my head I was justifying that I'm not crazy heavy. Right, you do that thing where you just assign yourself the yeah. weight that makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. And you're also six eight, so you're like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm in this yeah, ballpark. I'm, in, you know, I'm a tall guy. I'm supposed yeah. to be like 400 pounds. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> um, but I thought it was in the fours, and then when I went to the first, the very first like. Let's meet our doctor. Let's get your way in and see if you even qualify for this, which they could tell by looking at me. Um, I hopped on the scale. I said 505. And I was like. Did that blow your mind? It blew my mind. And I think I literally, like, I think he thought I was joking, but I was literally serious about, like, I turned to the doctor. I was like, can we do this today? <laughs> can we do the surgery right now? Like Because that's fucked up. I didn't know Did that you try to, like, so reweigh quick. yourself? No, no, no. It was like, I bl- this is a, a fucking. A do- an official doctor's office one where it's like not like the little thing that you uh-huh. move. Yeah. It's like an electric one that the platform is like 10 feet wide. Oh, it's like, it's like they're measuring it, a horse. It's uh-huh. like they're measuring a horse. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be the most accurate. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is what I weigh. And then my, like that moment, my attitude completely shifted. Absolutely. Completely. And I was just like, I am in this 1000%. And then you were frustrated that you couldn't do it fast enough. Faster. Because they make you go through this months and months yeah, long process. It's like four of months of like right, process. Right, right. Um, is there a weight you, w- you could have been that you would have been like, I'm good? Um, if I was in the threes, I'd been, I can figure this out myself. Yeah. But I feel like even if at 425, 450, I'd have been like, Let, I've been trying my whole life. Right, right, right. I'm just curious. I got to like, do something. Because that mindset is tricky sometimes yeah. where you're like, you're just looking for the out rather yeah. than the in, you know? But right. also, I was, I was like, you know what? If I can drop like a bunch of weight and 
insurance is going to pay for it. Fuck it. But right. you were, you were also like, because we had to do a pre-op diet, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, we were like gold star students. I was. So we hit that shit hard. <laughs> like, I was like. We did it hard. It we, was we the most impressive extra. thing I've ever done for myself in my life. Right. So the diet you're supposed to do for two weeks before surgery, we did for four months. Yeah. Uh, why did we you? Did a, we did a modified version of it. Right. Um, so we didn't do straight liquids for, for two for the you know the two weeks are straight liquids Mm -hmm. we didn't do that hardcore of it but what we did was we would do two protein shakes a day so like for me it worked better to do it for breakfast and dinner Mm -hmm. and eat a normal lunch so because my lunches are always little anyway right right um to to try to rein in and really pare down the calories as much as possible while getting a lot of protein so we started doing that and we did that for months because for me that's the only like when they told me we had to lose weight before surgery. I sat and cried in that doctor's office because I was like, I'm trying. I really don't know if I, if it's possible because yeah. I can't walk. I was, yeah, terrified. I mean, it's so tough for you. Right. Like looking, that was the only way I could do it. Looking at it from like, as, as the machine, yeah. like you, you're, you're inputting and you're just like, you can't, you can't output anything. Yep. And that is, I mean, that's essentially how like I've lost weight is by like, like cutting intake and making sure that I stay like at least moderately a- to highly active. Yeah. Right. We were um, kind of doing our version of like the keto diet yeah. at that point, which is now our whole lives. Right. Right. Um, but like we, so how did, so you, sorry. So no, you, no. you ended up losing purely by diet. Yes. Yes. So, and then there was during that window, you were at one point, like if I, if I can lose enough doing it this way, I'll just keep doing this. Right. And then the reality sets in of like, nah. that would take a million years if yeah. I did it this way. Also, I'm miserable. And if I have to drink another shake, I'm going to murder. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but then I sign up for something that forces me to drink those shakes every fucking day of my life. Right. Yeah. Cause I can't get enough protein eating food. Cause yes. our stomach's so small now. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so we're like science experiments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything. If we want to try something new, it has to be like in the house, close to the bathroom. Cause you never know how that affects you. Right. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, Trying new stuff in the world is not a choice. Yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you're like at a fine restaurant where the bathroom's going to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's not going to be clean. And then it's not going to be clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so four months struggling through this diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scar- it wasn't too much of a struggle. We did. We actually did really well. And I think part of it is like for me, I've always, and you can like if you talk to like any trainer I've worked with or whatever, like I, I follow directions really well. I've always mm-hmm. been an overachiever and like nerd. So you tell me what to do and I will do it for as long as you tell me to do it. Right. So I was like, I just drink this and then I go to work and then I don't think about it. I'm busy and then I eat my lunch and then yeah. I go home and then I don't have to cook. I just yeah. drink this. And then That's I'm how an I actor, feel about working so out. Yeah. I'm an actress so my whole life is people tell me what to do <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I do it. Yeah. That's how I feel about <laughs> working out. Like I can't, if I go to the gym, I'll just like putz around and like kick a machine and yeah. then like go on the elliptical half-heartedly. Yeah, but yeah. like if somebody's like here's your routine and like, I'm going to be standing over you. I'm like, okay, like I can, this mm-hmm. is going to work for mm-hmm. me. Or if I'm just playing like an organized sport, then yeah. it's like, I'll just play that all day. Um, it's fun that way. Like I was going to ask you, when are you playing basketball again? Cause I was like, I don't like basketball, but I was like, I'll go play with friends. Yeah. And then it's, I'm, I'm exercising, but I'm having fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what I like. I organize, we, we, like, we play volleyball and right. like, I'll go shoot hoops on my, like, like my basket in yeah. the neighborhood. And, uh, um, yeah, like going to the park, playing football, stuff like that. Like I can, like, I That's will, fun. I will play all day yeah. and, and like with some breaks, but like, 
going to a gym and just like <sighs> figuring out on my own is like the it worst sucks. for me. I, I just w- don't have the motivation to do it. Yeah. And I hate running. No, me too. And yeah. of course, for my knees, that's stupid. It's yeah. a stupid thing to do. Um, I used to do it, and then it's like, d- don't, don't, don't do that. It's razor blades. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I will say that I'm more proactive now with the gym. Like this, this whole process and the l- treating your body like this weird machine science experiment, and reaching out to like being in the support groups online or whatever, and you get to talk to people and be like, well, what do you do at the gym? What do you do at the gym? And I finally feel like I have some agency. You know, like I definitely enjoy a class environment more because it's it's distracting and entertaining. Right, right. But I do now feel like I I own it a little bit more and I understand better. Like I'm doing these machines. This is how many reps. This is how long I'm doing. Yeah. It. This is my weight. Yeah. Like, boom, boom, boom. Get out of my way. I know what I'm doing. All part of the regimen of like. Yeah. The new lifestyle. Yeah. And like and I can I can I've gotten comfortable enough with it that now I can almost autopilot that. So yeah. I don't have to worry about it or feel self-conscious because especially as a woman at a gym where guys dominate those areas yeah. where it's like, I, I want, I want weights now, please. please. <laughs> like, it's all meatheads and like yeah. creeps. And I have to wrangle my way through them just to like get my work done. Right. With my bitch face on. So it's like, just don't talk to <laughs> Leave me, me ever. Alone. Never speak, speak to me ever in my face. Um, um, yeah. There's a great Rob Cantrell has a bit about, how the human body is he's like it's a mach- he's like it's the only machine man that like the more you work it the better it gets yeah. man yeah. he's like it gets better man it gets stronger yeah. it That's gets so faster it looks better <laughs> <laughs> it's a great bit um it does look better after so <laughs> so you for so you, you go through this thing you you lose weight you lose weight before you lose weight yeah, we each lost thirty five pounds. I think nice. we lost around the same amount. Yeah. Yeah. And we were then facing each other pretty much. Are you scared? A little bit. I was terrified. I wasn't too scared. Um, I went first. Yeah, she went first, but my <laughs> thing was like You went first by like two weeks, right? Two weeks. Yeah. My thing was like, yeah, there's there's less than a one percent chance we die on the table. And then but in my head it was like I was so into it that in my head it was like but there's a 99% chance I'm going to die on my own if I keep doing this. Yeah. Right, what I'm right, doing right. Now. Like Absolutely. You're like a gambler is going to take those odds every time. Exactly. Yeah. Like your quality of life is like going down the shitter and like, you're just like, I, well, what else am I going to do? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm killing myself. And that, yeah. The number on the scale scared me more than being cut into and being in pain for a while because of the surgery. Right. I was just like, I don't want to see that ever but again. But you also mentioned to me that you couldn't have dental work done. Because yeah. your blood pressure was so high. I went to the dentist and I needed to get a root canal and he wouldn't do it because he took my blood pressure and it was too high. And he was afraid to That's do scary it. too. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that was rough. People that was one of the reasons I decided I agreed to go to the doctor and get the surgery because this yeah. is right before. You're like a walking insurance risk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's terrifying because it's like, you know, we like we would talk about it and you're like, uh, we're married. Like I have responsibilities yeah. to you yeah. as a partner. Like. Yeah. I don't want to put you through anything crazy because I'm not taking care of myself, yeah. you know, and I'm not worth that much life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> she can't cash out on me. You so, know what I'm saying? So even with like, a, even that they say like, there's like a less than 1% chance. Right. The phrase die on the table is yeah. Yeah. scary as hell. Yeah. And whatever you think for yourself, like, what are you thinking for each other? Oh, oh I was terrified. So much scared. I was more scared for her. Right. Because, like, the doctor was like, it'll take an hour, hour and a half. I'm waiting in the fucking hotel, or hotel, hotel, hospital lobby for, like, four hours. 
and no one's come and told me anything. And how long and was it supposed to take? An hour? Yeah. Two he tops. Was freaking out. I was freaking out. It had been three, three and a half hours. And no one came out and told me anything. And I was just like, she's dead. Oh my God, she's right, dead. But she's fucking dead. So, like, freaking out. Right. Like, a hyper version of that is when my dad had heart surgery a couple of years ago yeah. for an aortic infection. Um, he had this really intense, long surgery. And the hospital, you know, they gave us an estimate too. And they went over and. By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. And they say they don't give updates. And. And the reason that they don't come out and tell you, like, give you updates is because then you get used to them coming out to give you updates. And then when they don't, you f- you really freak out. So yeah. they would rather, like, keep you in one low-grade perpetual sure. freak yeah. out than, like, then like, hey, f- like, half an hour, they're like, she's doing great. Another yeah. half hour, she's like, oh, it's going to go a little bit longer. Right. Oh, oh shit, 90 minutes went by and there's yeah. been no updates. So then you're going to freak the fuck out. But then yeah. the d- our, our surgeon, because we had the same exact surgeon, yeah, he comes out finally after almost four hours. Right. And he comes out with like a, like a face that like, like a sad face. And I was like, oh, sh- oh, she's dead. Oh, she's definitely dead. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. She's dead. Oh, fuck. She's dead. Right. And it's a long hallway. He's coming <laughs> down. And he gets like maybe. He like stops at a vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he's just like s- almost sad looking, and then he gets like fifteen feet away from me, and then just big smiles like you son of a bitch. <laughs> you and your poker face. That's work. I mean, that's just like work face. That w- oh, he, there's, no, the, I, there's the client. Better like put a like, better, better put a smile on. Yeah, and then but I was just like, you couldn't come out smiling. Yeah, <laughs> you like, couldn't come out, out smiling. Well, they forgot about me. Really? When you had yours, I told you they they forgot they. Everyone thought that someone else had come out to tell oh me. Oh, God. So no one had come to tell me. And so I kept going to the nurse's station and just being like, hey, hey, guys. So uh, what was here going on? <laughs> all goddamn day. So uh, where is he? Yeah. So like you're so what did um, how long did he take? Like, what was your thought when he was going in? I think I I had the advantage that I was raised by a nurse in hospitals. Mm. OK. And so I grew up like my mom worked at the VA um, in Jamaica Plain in Boston in the ICU. So I grew up in probably the world's saddest ICU. <laughs> um, so hospitals like don't wig me out and yeah. I kind of understand the ropes a little bit and I understand like how busy they are and how crazy everything is. So I don't let it get to me too much. And it wasn't until they had taken too long that the, the thoughts start kind of creeping in like something went wrong. Like how something went wrong. how so long was I out though? I, I don't remember how many hours it was, but it was definitely like around the same as mine. Yeah. You know, mine took so long partially because I have like bird veins and they couldn't get a line on me and they, they had to use, um, a sonogram. Oh, really? To find my vein. My mom is like that. Yep. They couldn't find it. They all kept collapsing. So that was why I was like laid out like this, (laughs) uh, like Jesus and, uh, bird veins. It was Um, terrible. Yeah. So that is like a, it's like, there's only so much to, do to occupy your brain and like your brain can go to some weird places yeah i also worked so i brought my computer oh yeah and was like logged into like my work server and i was just like working on scripts and editing and like just work 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 focus on something else don't think about it yeah See, yeah smart. I, didn't, I didn't think you like just sat that, there you just sat, I just there, sat in it. there yeah in it on my phone trying to gram but it's like there's only so much you can gram right yeah. <laughs> and i was just like just sitting there just like tapping my foot yeah like what's happening so when did when after the surgery did you guys realize that 
like it was for real like it was for real like that like the weight was going to be like coming off and See, you guys were going to be living different lives immediately because the second you get out of the surgery it's hard to drink literally one ounce of water really it hurts a sip hurts yeah a it sip. hurts not your even, stomach not even an ounce or it hurts also your stomach like anatomy this your stomach, our stomachs, we rely to. Our stomachs yeah. don't know where we think they are. They're like... Oh, yeah. They're like... In like your yeah. breast. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And one tiny sip of water and you just... It felt like someone was like like a punch right here. Like a punch really? right here. Well, it, it's like being reborn because it's like you went from a stomach that was being abused and then they cut out, cut it out and then you have to go back to literally how you used to eat when you were literally a newborn. So right. everything has to be liquid for the first two weeks. And then you can Gerber everything, basically. Yeah. Everything has to be like... Smash it up. Yeah. Smashed up, blended for about two months or a month after that. And then you can start with like a little bit harder food after uh-huh. like two or three months. Like Yeah. So yep. it's baby steps. It's su- like literally like baby steps. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's super traumatic. Yeah. Like physically traumatic. And then the mental starts to ha- starts to come into play. But like... When you first come out of the anesthesia, like for me, um, I had a worse pain experience than he did. Like you, you of course, you were like, it hurt, but you were just like, ah, it's not that bad. And I was in a lot, a lot of pain for a long time. Yeah. I think I told him, I was like, put me back to sleep because I dreamt I was a New York Yankee. <laughs> <laughs> put me under again. That was the best time. Yeah, it was great. And like, I just woke up just like, they fill your body with. Um, air they inflate you so oh. they have room while they're in there so you're it that gas hurts because it's not big enough <laughs> yeah right. their stomachs aren't big right. enough that they got to put air in it to make room and yeah. so and they have you get up and walk as soon as you're conscious yeah okay we're, we're called in the in the hospital we're called the walkers yeah because it's literally like two hours after or like an hour after surgery you yeah. get up and walk get up, get up and walk so you can fart out and also so that you don't get blood clots yes uh right right so we course. literally with the iv thing just Slowly cool. walking. The classic look. But yep. also like holding your, because st- my stomach was so big and it like folds over. I had to literally hold it up because the sutures, it felt like they were ripping. Yeah. Because it, it hurts. But they don't use like, uh, they just use like a second skin liquid thing Yeah, they now. glue them. But they it felt like shut. it was pulling. Cool. So oh I God, literally was holding my stomach with crazy. one hand like this and then holding the IV bag and just walking yeah. by the like hospital. Like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, my guts. Because as you're laying there, nothing. It was fine. The second you get up and right. gravity hits, I was like, Such oh, fuck, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck, oh, fuck, yeah. Um, I was in pain the whole time. Yeah. So when, <laughs> <laughs> like, um, when do you, like, when you guys, like, recovered and, like, you're off, like, the the smashed up food, baby food style stuff, like, when it's just, like, you're dropping weight, but you also now... Or like through the woods on like recovering and pain and all this stuff, and you're just like in the world, like I'm gonna have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. What? What hits you, like when you're just like, okay, like we're not preparing for surgery, we're not having surgery, we're not post surgery, we're like living new lives. This is life now. Like, what yeah. is that like for you? That is a lot of shared plates, <laughs> and a lot of looks. When we asked to share an appetizer as our entire meal. Yeah. Of like when we were fat, or like when we first got it, it was just like, you guys, I'll, I'll leave the menu on the table. Right. There's no way this is. Right. Your, no all your fat asses out. are going to eat. And it's like, yeah, that's literally all we can eat. Or we'll have people assume 
like more times than not, people will literally say to us, oh, you guys are just getting a quick snack. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, yep, yeah. that's it. Yeah. It's like, no, this is my dinner. It always, I, I saw that. I was like, it always looks like we're literally just out after having dinner maybe an hour or two ago. And are grabbing and, a bite. And a, grabbing just like a quick drink yeah, and a bite. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a bar, that's, like a bar bite. Exactly. That's all, that's all it ever looks like when we go out to eat. Yeah. Because yeah. like even, was it last Friday you met me after work? And we yesterday went I met you after work. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean yeah. this other day. So we we went and so for me, I was like, we went to this place that has oysters, and I love oysters. So six oysters. Yeah. Dinner. I'm That's good. Dinner. Now the, and the guy's like, oh, you, you guys are just getting just getting some snacks. Yep. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm yeah. just getting. Snacks. It's just like, easy to say yes. Yeah, I don't right. want to explain my life to you. I'm not yeah. Explaining anything yeah. to you. Uh, I used to. We used to because we go out and before we knew how to order properly. We we go out and we each get a meal, but sometimes like we'll do that on purpose anyway because it's full have size food for the for the literally for the rest of the week, right? Week, and yeah. we literally take a bite and have to then feel bad, be like, we can we wrap this up? And the guy and in my head I was like, it's not that we didn't like it, it's just that we can't. We had surgery, and then and then it doesn't fit, and I gotta finish yeah. it later. Yeah. And it was, was I was like, I'm not doing that anymore. I don't just care tell what you think. You paid for it, I mean, exactly. Um, I do it sometimes. I'll do the explanation sometimes still depending do it, on yeah. where we are. Yeah. yeah. Because it, especially because we we do enjoy fine dining occasionally. Mm-hmm. Sure. And if I'm at a nicer place, I I know in knowing restaurant people in real life, yeah. I know that the chef will take it personally, and I know that like coming back and wrapping up like yeah, like, a, like the whole thing, like more than three quarters of a steak. But, but my th- right. li- literally, so I literally. Yeah. yeah. Last time we went for our anniversary, we went to Delmonico's, and it's like a twenty ounce. I don't. Am I crazy? How many ounces it is? It's, but it's, it's big, big, but it literally took us like that meal, and then. Four more nights to finish. Yeah, we and ate all week. But so I was like, the guy was like, just wrap it up. And then she was like, it's because we had surgery. Yeah, you know, whatever. Like I told him even before we ordered, I was yeah. like, here's the deal. Right, <laughs> right, this right. This is gonna get. It's funny how you do it in this context. This is gonna get wrapped up. Yeah. FYI, wrap it and up. It's because wrap it's it delicious. Up. Yeah. And I'm gonna eat it all week. That, yeah. Because that's my thing. I don't feel like I have to explain when I'm telling you to wrap it up. If I'm, if I'm, if I took, if it looks like I took two bites and I'm like, take this away. Then sure. Yeah, if you're like throw, if you're like I'm done throwing. But it I'm away. like I want it still. Right. Like I want it. Yeah. I'm gonna take it home. I'm, taking it I'm just not home. crazy f- hungry. Right. I mean, I'm super full because my stomach is tiny. Well, that's the thing too. That's the biggest adjustment that I'll tell you is that like, it's like because people in my life, like especially like work friends, whatever, they still really, and you can't understand it if you haven't done it. Sure. Um, and I love when they ask me questions cause it's like, it's fun to try to like put it in different terms so people really can, can get what, what I mean. But it's like, like people make assumptions. Like they'll just be like, so you just eat a lot of salad now. And I'm like, actually the exact opposite. Cause salad is low priority. I need protein so I can eat like maybe four ounces tops of a protein. Right. And then if there's any room left, I can have some vegetables, but like, that's my priority. So they really don't understand. Like I... It's not about health. It's not like your I'm classic not, healthy eating. Exactly. Right. And I'm also, I'm not depriving myself of anything. Yeah. I'm getting super full right away. Right. I'm done. Right. Right. It's a, it's just a different, it's, it's different priorities. Like, well, that was, yeah, that was like I'm trying to part. eat like, like veggies and fruits and things yeah. sure. because yeah. just so that I don't overindulge on, on yeah. protein essentially. Um, but I'll have it whenever I want too. Well, see, you're filling that that rest of your pouch of your stomach that you still mm-hmm. have that we don't have. You That's need where the salad goes. you need to put the salad right. there, yeah. right, right, so yeah. that you can use your banana size part of your stomach that we do have to put your protein. Right, in. right. exactly. So but you're able, as a person that can do this, and <laughs> we could not do it. You can do it that way, 
and for whatever reasons between the two of us we couldn't do it that way yeah that was the best part though when we went to talk to our surgeon nutritionist and it was just like and we were like so salads for the rest of our lives right and it was like no (laughs) for the rest of your life is beef jerky cheese high 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 protein foods and i like, like chicken, fish. I was so fucking happy. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, was so I cute. love cheese. Yeah. I love uh, beef jerky. Yeah. You're literally telling me I can just live my best life. And I'm without, following doctor's orders. And following yeah. and literally amazing. doing what the doctor told me. It was fantastic. Yeah. That's uh, heartening. Do you guys miss? Is does, does like, is there a sadness to, to your new lives? There was. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm personally feel like I'm through it. I don't know how you feel, but it was like part, part of why it was hard is like, so when the fat cells break down and especially this rapidly, there is a chemical influx of hormones. Uh huh. So the way I described it to people was for about two to five weeks after surgery, I felt mentally like I did when I was 16 mm. and any 16 year old. Any woman who's ever been 16 will explain Very rational to you people. that it's <laughs> horrifying. And no, so you're, you're angry, you're sad, you're happy, you're miserable. Like I, if I could have undone it in those moments, I would have just taken it all back just so I could eat a goddamn hamburger. A lot of Alanis Morissette being played in the there apartment. W- there, <laughs> was, there was a couple of times where we like half jokingly would look at each other like, what have we done to what ourselves? Have we done? Really? What yeah. Have we done? Like yeah. I'm in agony, especially because yeah. when you're in that pain and that kind of like sadness of like, you can't just eat a food. Like, you couldn't. We couldn't eat like any Like, you can't food. just open the fridge and, like, pop something in your mouth because you're bored. No, right. you can't do anything. And even when you're hungry, you're not going to be. You're going to eat once. At first, it's like you have one spoonful and you're full. So you never get the mental satisfaction of a meal. Or, like, or like finishing a plate. Yes. Right. That's not a thing anymore. Like, licking. I used to lick the plate. Like yeah. That yeah. was, I'm done now. And yeah. like, that's just not part of your life anymore. No. And so we were just like what did we do? Like we're in pain. We can't eat. We can't drink. We can't do anything. Like we can't live right now. Cause we're just healing. I just feel like, I just like picture you guys like shuffling around this place, like randomly bumping into each other, like grumbling, which yeah. we were, no, they, we they had were, to do laps. they were literally, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> we would have to do laps. well, there was literally a time where <laughs> when we were in pain physically and then mentally afterwards, when we were like miserable, cause that's what happens. Um, there's literally times where she would like, I'm like, you okay? She was like, all right, everything hurts. And I was like, oh, what? You let some guy cut you open and take your stomach? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that was literally our, like, go-to <laughs> joke at like, each what, other. what? Would you have someone yeah. rip you, out part you of your organs? lose part of your that? stomach? Yeah. They, you, you let somebody cut out a healthy organ? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, yeah person, perfect. Threw out a perfectly good stomach. Perfect yeah, good exactly. Stomach. Just tossing them out? Um, just wiling out on stomach? But then we had to, yeah, we had to walk. And then so she got us Fitbits and shit. And yeah. I was just like, well. we had to make sure we got our steps in. Let's get the walking. Just yeah. get to shuffling around the house. Gotta get first, those steps in. You know, before anything else. Right. And so the mental part, it's it starts off like that. And then that depression lifts a little bit. And you start to be like. With the help of therapy. I mean, th- but also the good thing yeah. was. Like routine, like you get into a routine. But also we we have friends that have done the surgery that uh-huh. were already a year or two years We out. were lucky, yeah. And so I would text like our friend Lauren, who we've had on our show. Yeah. I, I would text her and be like, please tell me that this isn't what it's like forever. Mm-hmm. And so she could tell me like, nope, what you feel right now, by the time I was three months out, that was over. Good. So then I was like, oh, thank God. Okay, like a light okay. at the end of the tunnel a little bit. Right. Well, like, the, yeah. Because I was sad I couldn't gulp water. Yeah. No, that that was real. And now I'm almost a year out and I, I can't down this whole glass of water like I would like to, but I can take two good gulps. Yeah. 
unsatisfying. It's, it doesn't hurt. You're making me like, like over. Like I'm like appreciating. Like yeah. I'm like you know. And the funny thing Shit is, I, I, never I literally told her I was like I, I'm starting to make a list, and I can ask you for like when we're done if you have any of like uh, things that like skinny people take for granted. Right. That we couldn't do when we were bigger. <laughs> yeah. Like not having to worry. Like one of them is like not having to worry about like getting on a plane and the eyes. Right. Like mm-hmm. that. Or like just like, you know, going into a store and buying stuff. Yeah. Like off the rack, like a shirt. That's yeah. nice. And, and then choosing which one you want. Because I was so big where it was just like, I just have to buy whatever they have in my size. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. one point, like I had to, I had to buy a shirt that was a Pink Floyd shirt. And somebody was like, oh, dude, Pink Floyd fan. I was like, no, I just... You just, have I just, you just wanted a shirt. Couldn't be naked. So right. This is what fit my body. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, are, uh, and Jen mentioned that, that she was over a little bit of the, the, the idea of being mournful for your, your old life. Where are you? Uh, I'm mournful for, I want to say, the power I used to have. Right. Being a big dude. Like just crushing food? Just crushing food, but also like people would look at me. And there would be some fear, not knowing that I'm just like a big goof. more afraid of them, like right. a dog. Like I'm right, more afraid right. of you than you are of me. But just like the looks of like respect, they're starting to go away a little bit. Like they're still like the he's a huge tall guy. Right. Like he's a tall guy. Respect. But it's, it's not got like narrow hips. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But there's like that, like, you know, I literally could walk into any club and. Just tell them I want to be a bouncer here, and they're like, "Okay, right." Well, right. you would get solicited. I got, I got a everywhere job. we went. Do you like, get like bouncer cat calls? Do you do security? I literally, yeah. I literally got yeah. that job at Lana's in Hoboken. Worst place. Do you remember? I think I walked in with you. I was hammered, and the head of security. It was like my first time. The head of security was like, "You want to work here?" I was like, "Yeah, whatever." Right. Like I and then I had to turn to you and be like, "Hey, what's my phone number?" Because he goes, "He's like, write your phone number on a piece yeah. of paper and." And I was like, Chris, what's my phone number? I was that <laughs> hammered. And I got a job that yeah, way. Yeah, and then <laughs> you lost it for letting people in the side door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was hella shady. <laughs> um, well, and you guys feel like now you're like, you're happy with your choice? You're oh, happy yeah. with your lives? Yes. Mm-hmm. I definitely, yes. And it's it's weird because like it's like both things can be true. So like, sure, sure, sure. I am super excited and happy and encouraged by the progress that I see and how good I feel and just like improvements I see in my quality of life mm-hmm. is just, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. So that I love. And then there's this other part of me that's like, that grieves who like so much of my identity was like, you're a queer fat feminist. Like that, that's yeah part of the building blocks of my foundation as a an adult woman right so for that to be my reality and then to kind of be like out of the club it it like it also triggers like this whole other issue for me because i'm bisexual right so i get from the gay community whenever i was with a man and now of course i am married to one there was sorry <laughs> to it, but there was to a certain extent like a shunning that would take place. Okay, right. And I think culturally that's changed a little bit, but it definitely still happens where there's a lot of bi invisibility, and it's like, oh, you're just straight now, you're out of the club. Right, right. Like we lost another one, um, and that kind of really shitty mentality from within a club you belong to that you love that was your family, and to to start to kind of see that from 
the the fatness is like, but I am the fatness. Even yeah. when I'm not fat, yeah. I will always be an undercover fat kid right. fighting the good I am, fight. I am you. Kids. Yeah, I am you. you I know, used like to be. I know I don't look it, but I am you. Yeah. Trust me. And, and but it also sucks because like you're, it's not like your ideals change. Right. Exactly. And I'm. But and it's also kind of like with with. Omar gets to be like secret Spanish where like people right. assume you don't speak Spanish. I just look like a regular black guy. And then you get to surprise them and be like, right. haha, bitch, right. I know exactly what you just said right. about me. Well, and that's why one of the things I like doing now is I love now showing people my before pictures. Right. I'm just like, this is how big I was. Right. right like right. I'm not ashamed of it uh-huh. anymore. But did you, but like how are you, you feel good now and you feel, oh, you feel it. excellent in your choice. Yeah, no, I feel great, but the, but there is that like thing of like I, I miss being that uh, that fat kid because that fat kid gave great hugs. Right, yeah. right, right. Like now I'm bony, and like I like I'm do my hugs suck now? Like, no, you know, like, no this, they're still on point. But nah, it was just like good. that belly was powerful. It like, was, it was nice. I yeah. literally used it for work. Yeah. Like I would like pe- like when I was a bouncer, people would be like, "Don't touch me, don't touch me," and I would like walk through them with my belly, right. with my hands in the air, like I'm not touching you. Right, right, right. And I'm I would push, push people out. out of the. I, I would move human beings with that belly. Yeah, yeah. I do mover. miss that. Well, and that's kind of like what I what I mean too is like that that body served me really well. Yeah, it was, was great really to good me. to me until, until it, it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I. I, I love it and I love, you know, it's like people are like, oh, I like uh, in the fat groups, you'll see this kind of like toxicity that happens where they're like, I can't believe how gross I was. And Ugh. they'll put up old pictures of themselves. And for me, like, breaks my heart. Like we did this before and after recently of our us and our wedding. Yeah, clothes, that was crazy. And then our, we put them back on now and they're falling off our body. Yeah, it was wild. And but for me, I'm like, we were beautiful in we're beautiful in both. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love us in both. Yeah. I look at both pictures and both bring me happiness. Because and joy. we're the same people in both. Exactly. The only thing that's changed is what we look like. Right. But right. it's the same two goofballs the, that got married. The makeup of you. Yeah. 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 Um, and I don't feel ashamed of what I of what that body was like. Like I loved, you know, like I was talking to somebody at work the other day. This this younger girl and she's conventionally very thin and someone had criticized her weight in her life. And I was like, first of all, uh, I want to throat punch that guy. <laughs> um, but second of all, it's like, like she's too skinny. No saying that she had put on a couple of pounds. And I was like, you need to get away from wherever that person is at Yikes. all times yeah. because fuck that guy. Um, but we were taught, it made us kind of all start talking like in my little cube area. And like one of the guys from work was in the conversation and we were talking about like the ideas of bodies and what's considered to be attractive and the acts I've always had to grind is like the difference between what quote unquote looks good and then what actually feels good yeah. can be so different. Like I love tummies. I love them. Yeah. Sure. I love a belly. I love a tummy. Right. I love, I always think of that quote in Pulp Fiction where she's talking about Madonna's belly. Oh yeah. You know, like I want, I want the a pot. tummy and I want to wear a t-shirt two sizes too small yeah, to yeah. accentuate it. Yeah. Like I always think of that and it makes me really sad when people don't appreciate those kinds of shapes and feels and wonder. And like that was, I was really sad to lose my own, like uh, some of my own belly. Like I'm okay that it's like, I still have like squish. I want there to be squish because tummies are fucking awesome. Well, it's like when, I don't know if you remember this, but maybe two or three years before I met Jen, there was that little Wayne song. And she's like, I like my same, like, yeah. yeah, And I would like make fun of it and I would change it. I'd be like, I, I like him. What was it? I like I like him five five two fifty pounds. Yeah. And I Jen's five two and she was two fifty when I met yeah. her. So I was like I spoke it into. Existence. 
I was speaking into existence like two years before um, it happened. But yeah, I mean, it's. It, I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's possible to hold both views in your yeah. in your head. Um. All right. So we got to wrap up. Oh, but um. Before I go, what is? I'm gonna ask you both like a lightning round. I've never done this Ooh. before. Uh-oh. Um. I'm what ready. is? What is a food you miss? Nothing. Oh. We have whatever we want. Yeah, we can eat. Is there anything the you things. miss about like about like the like your your diet before? I miss being able to um, order a plate of food and then eat the plate of food. Yeah, like um, I, I miss French fries. I'll yeah. say that because yeah. now I have no time. I have no space. French you have fries no space. Just, yeah, there's just it's just not a, it's just not yeah. a, an option. I miss um, eating anything. From a diner in its entirety. Because I'm yeah, from like New Jersey. Di- I'm a Jersey clear, boy. Clearing a diner yeah. plate. So it's like, give me a one pound burger with fries and onion rings and a couple pickles. Right. I'm going to take that shit down. Omelet, oh, oh, omelet bacon, home fries. I know yeah. what I miss. What eating and drinking at the same, same time. Same time. Yeah, we uh, can't. Right. Yeah, that would be. We yeah. have to wait 20 minutes bef- like between all the things. So we got we can't drink 20 minutes before 20 we minutes eat. before the pool. And then eat, and then we can't drink for 20 minutes after. Right. Because if we drink before, we get too full. If we drink after, we flush everything away. It is. That is a thing to take for granted because I was just just watching some Anthony Bourdain stuff um, since he he died. And it's so appealing watching him eat this like fried or greasy or hot or spicy food and then like throw back a beer and i'm like oh yeah yes. that like turns yeah. me on <laughs> like i love that we can't we can't it sucks and beer I used to you can't even have we can no we can do beer we're back to beer oh. a little bit yeah, so yeah. It's, so this is kind of the beauty of For this special thing. occasions it's like yeah being the science experiments we are yeah it's like every now and then try try something so yeah. try so like we really can't do carbonation we really can't do bubbles um so at first it was like it's it might hurt you know, but eventually we realize like, okay, so if we have like a draft beer and you get like a, you want a bad pour. So all those bubbles get out. Uh, you want a lot of head. You want that. And then, so like the first time I got a beer was opening day at Fenway Park and it took me six innings and sharing it with this guy. Yeah, it took to us six innings to finish one beer. beer. You got to get a beer opening day yeah. at the ball pack. Uh, but then, but and then, it was the Sam Adams. But then we went back, really I went to another game after that and in the course of the whole game, we each crushed three beers. Right. So nice. It, it, like, cause that's the thing with the surgery. It's like it literally. They tell you it gets better every day. You know that I was saying. Yeah. It, it's literally true that's great. with us. Yes. Like literally every so it day. Keeps opening up a little yes. bit. Yeah. Literally every day we could feel something get better. Still. Yeah. Yeah. And almost then of a year course out. that doesn't mean like go off the rails and right. like start drinking six packs every week. Sure. 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 But, but like it's the option now exists. It's yes. nice. Like when we like there's a cute thing he did. Little little side anecdote was like we had done this big house cleaning recently and we were like because we have to keep culling our clothing. So we were going through and bagging stuff up and getting rid of shit that's just taking up space. And I was like, you know, the only thing I really want, we just clean the whole house. And normally what I would do on a day like this, where we've been doing this all day, I just want a beer. Yeah. And I'm so bummed out I can't have that beer. And he was going out to the store, and he's like, yeah, that's that sucks. And didn't say anything. And when he came back, he, I'm hella cute. he like got all the stuff that we <laughs> needed at the store, and then he brought me like a little like four-pack well, of Allagash. There was two bags and... So one had like eggs and yeah. keto stuff, yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. other I was there was another bag, and I was like, 
hey, come put this bag away. He's like, you she put your like, bag away? She was like, you, you put it away. I was like, come put it. She's like, why? I was like, because it's yours. You put it away. And then she came and she opened it. She's like, oh, my God, beer. <laughs> so happy. And so then I took it, of course, like did a sloppy pour. Yeah. Let it sit on the counter for yeah. a while while I did some other and stuff. And then you tapped the bottom tapped to get the, the bottom bottom bubbles to, get to the go bubbles up. out. And then I enjoyed my beer. Great. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end. So, yeah. um, thanks for doing round was one question. Well, no, that's just, that was it. It was good. good. Uh, thanks for doing the show. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, do, where can people find you guys on the internet? Oh, I'm at the huge actor on Instagram and Twitter, and Omar Capra is my special like little actors page on Facebook. And we are the Defanning oh, Podcast. Yes. And at the Defanning Podcast on on Twitter or Instagram. Wow, you're all over the place. <laughs> we're also on we're on Stitcher and we're oh, yeah. on iTunes and Podbean, Google Play, and Google Play. Yes, great. Yeah, we're everywhere. Um, thanks so much, guys. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.